2: Pass back by Stat to Darlene. Scores off the stick in front of the net.
3: Darlene took the shot. And I believe off a Hawks player into the back of the net and it's 3-0 Buffalo.
2: One of your moments of the game brought to you by Firth Jewelers. For all the moments in your life, go forth to Firth. Lamar Jackson
4: back to throw, guns it into the end zone, intercepted! Two yards deep in the end zone, intercepted by Taron Johnson, and he brings it out, and he's still on the run. He may go all the way. He's at the Baltimore 40, the 30, gets a block, at the 20, 10, 5, touchdown!
2: Last time the Bills were at home in the divisional round and got a win, Taron Johnson. Very memorable. Yes. Pick six. Murph on the call. Nice to hear, and man, how many times did you watch that pick six? Imagine we get a billion an times. equal moment, whether it's an Allen run, a uh-huh. James Cook play, whatever it is. It's football Friday, Bills and Chiefs divisional round from Highmark Stadium. Football Friday presented by Tops Market. Score big savings and elevate your food games. It's Jeremy and Joe. Good morning. I- I've got a quick question. We'll get some calls. we got some people we want to get to. So that's a Lamar Jackson highlight. Yesterday I saw a clip where Colin Cowherd said that the, the player with the most pressure on him in these playoffs right now is Josh Allen. And I agree. And yeah. Zach Jones, afternoon show, evenings, mm-hmm. you know, Zach does yep. mid-days with Josh. He, he asked this question, and I think it's a fair question. And I don't have the answer. Why is Lamar not given that title of the most pressure? Lamar's yeah. playoff record is not very good. He's about to take home his second MVP, we think. And if if he has two MVPs and no AFC title games, not even a title game, that's a fair point. Mm -hmm. That said, I still agree because I don't think Lamar gets talked about on the level that Allen and Mahomes are. But shouldn't he? Probably. I but, But he probably should be. He probably should, but he doesn't. And maybe it's because, I don't know, every time you talk about Lamar and the Ravens, the their offense is treated like it's specialized for him in a way that other offenses are not specialized for their quarterbacks. And I don't even know if that's fair either. But I do think Josh Allen has more pressure on him in this game than Mahomes. I think he's yeah, got more, sure more pressure than let's run through the C. rest C. of it.
3: Stroud has no pressure. Right, nothing he's, he's to lose found money. Same the Lions, the the The, the Niners, but you know, does there pressure on Brock Purdy? I mean not not, not, not as much. Not really. I mean Sure, everybody's going to feel pressure, but... Jordan Love's got zero pressure
2: on him right yeah, now. When it comes to who has the most to gain by winning this game or winning the Super Bowl, of course, everybody that wins the Super Bowl is going to be taken to another planet, but... Yeah. Alan, well, Alan as as the hmm. answer here, did not bother me. I think that there's a, a ton of pressure, and pressure is a privilege in, in some point, right? Because Alan is great. Everybody knows he's great. Yeah. But... Maybe it be, maybe it comes down to this: if he loses to Mahomes again in this spot and at home, that starts to become reputation. Yeah, fair or unfair, QB wins or not, I just think there is a ton on Allen, and I, I did not, I do not disagree. I think I, it's a fair
3: take. I think I see when when you brought this up and teased it. I thought it was going to be about Jackson because I think he'd be my answer for this. I mean. Who has more to gain? I might say it's Jackson. I think I might say that Allen is the one who has more to lose. Because the the talking points, the narratives, the discussion if the Bills lose will start to sound like Allen can't win the big one, right? Yep. You're supposed to be the second best quarterback in the league. How come you can't win? And he is on that level. If you go through uh, any conversation about the top, the elite quarterbacks in the in the AFC, let the NFL, who's like the next breed, you, it's it's Allen, it's Mahomes, and it's Burrow. Those are the three that always get mentioned. Stroud's about to get mentioned, maybe right? right? Like, but why doesn't Jackson get mentioned? Because he's about to win his second MVP, yeah. and this is where I'd want to say he has the most to gain. Because if Lamar Jackson wins the Super Bowl, oh, it's totally- there's no. You can he is after Mahomes. He's above Burrow. He is above Allen. He maybe should be already because of at least what he's accomplished in the regular season. His thing, for me, this is why it it even more so should be about Jackson more than Allen. Because his playoff numbers? Yes. Allen is historically good playoff numbers. Passing is 20 touchdowns, 4 picks, and a 101 rating. Jackson has 3 touchdowns, 5 picks, and a 65 quarterback rating. Yeah, I mean, it's a massive difference between the two. In terms of who's the guy that actually that actually takes a step back in the playoffs. It's not Allen. Allen's not the reason he's lost a lot of these games. Meanwhile, Jackson's the one that just completely, you know, shrivels up when it gets to it. And maybe you're right about it being like a specialized offense over the past couple of years. I, I'm not but saying that's, that's, but that it I, is. I'm
2: I, saying that you constantly hear that about Lamar and well, you don't hear that about others. That's true.
3: And I I do think that was, at least to a large degree, that was true. About the Ravens' offense with but Greg I,
2: Roman, but not so much with Todd I, Right,
3: exactly. I do not think that's true about them right now. They're right. running a they're running a pretty normal NFL well, offense. Well, even so,
2: every offense is tailored around the quarterback. What the quarterback does well and right. doesn't do well. It seems like it's a way to kind of diminish what Lamar has done.
3: But they've but they've figured out that uh, that him being the seventh best passer in the league is more valuable than him being the best runner, because that's what they're doing now. What does he do well? He is good It's standing in the pocket and delivering the ball to open wide receivers down the field. Like, Lamar Jackson is good at that. So, yeah, I, I can listen to it being Allen, but if, if I were asked that question, I would definitely say Lamar Jackson's got the most can, pressure. How about this? Can
2: I add this into the pressure conversation? We'll get some calls. The Baltimore Ravens have won Super Bowls. Okay, so, let's, sure. let's go pressure within their own fan base or league-wide. Allen's trying to do something that no one has ever done. Lamar's trying to do win something. Win Super Bowl for the Buffalo Bills. Yes, yeah. and that has to be something, right? There are three franchises in these playoffs that have never won the Super Bowl: it's the Bills, the Lions, and the Texans. Yeah, and to win the Super Bowl for the Buffalo Bills, I, I, I don't know. It doesn't. No, you're right. Yeah. It means more than Lamar winning it for the Ravens. They've won
3: it with two different guys in the last twenty years. I think. I think you know. There's. You're, you've kind of won me over a little bit with this because I've. I remember a LeBron quote. Uh, I'm going to not get it exactly, but paraphrasing. He once said that he felt ten. He felt more pressure to... Remember, he was the one that was always talked about as you can't win the big one, right, LeBron? He talked about how he thought there was more pressure on him to win his Cleveland championship the after he had won two than winning the first one. And he thought it meant more.
0: Yep. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas...
2: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the
3: Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Because, because Miami had won and Cleveland had not. The city hadn't, let alone the Cavaliers.
2: Right, do something that's never been done. Right. Win in Buffalo. The whole thing. Kyle is calling from Puerto Rico on Football Friday. Hey, Kyle, good morning.
3: Hey, good morning, fellas. Um, I just wanted to touch on something that Sal tweeted out last night, and it's some interesting numbers that are gaining some steam about the officiating, and more specifically, Sean Hockley, who's the head official of the game. Um, based on these numbers, Sean Hockley has repped for four Sean McDermott games, and he's been called for 10-plus penalties in 75% of those games. Three out of four of those games, there's been ten or more penalties on the Bills. Now I don't want to, you know, build in any excuses or anything like that. But keep in mind, Hockey Lee was also the head official for the Eagles game earlier this year, and we saw how uh, lopsided that was. So I was, I wanted to get you guys' take on that and what you thought about that.
2: I have nothing for it, and I mean, yeah, nothing. Yeah, you tell me. I, I saw this too. I saw Warren Sharp tweeting out a bunch of stats. Warren Sharp is writing for a gambling site these days to give spreads, and it it all looks like noise to me. What's the implication? That Shane, is it Sean or Shane Hockley? I think it's Shane Hockley? Whatever. That he has it out for McDermott? McDermott's teams right. have been penalized 10-plus times, 16 times in his career. Mm-hmm. Three of those are Hockley. There's mm-hmm. another referee on that for two times. For three times, mm-hmm. for one time, I don't know.
3: Were the calls wrong calls? They're The right calls? A better question might be: How many times does Hockey League call other coaches for ten plus penalties? Right? Because some some officials call more penalties than others. Maybe the the In number general, is that everybody. Mahomes is eight and two when Hockey League is
2: their official. His winning percentage as a starter is about the same. Like they win most of their games. Right. Right. I just I don't have anything for it because it it, it to me it looks like noise. If you want to say it, say it. Do you really believe that Hockley has it out for McDermott and the Bills? Do you really believe that? If you believe that, I don't know how you watch football. I'm not trying to insult you. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm simply trying to say, if I really believed that these guys in stripes had it out for my team, I couldn't watch the sport. I'm, I, I don't yeah. want to ever confuse incompetence with an agenda. Why was that call against the Eagles made was the intentional grounding call. a terrible call. Why is it made? Because terrible calls get made. You see it all the time. And like Trey Wingo has a thing about this where every week he tweets on just another horrible pass interference call missed in the NFL. Uh-huh. You, if you want to be the guy that points out bad calls all the time, you're going to look really good because there are bad calls every week in every single game. Hmm. Just how it goes. How did Balen Specter not get a fumble recovery against the Steelers? How did that not happen? Who was the ref? I don't know. Does that guy miss fumble recoveries all the time? You want to tell me there are 10 plus penalties in – three games with Hockley as the official, were they wrong calls? Or are you mad that they got called? Mm. How many were holding? Defensive holding? You know, his whole crew is in on it? Does Hockley say, all right, guys, here it comes. Make sure we get McDermott for 10. Yeah. So, to me, it's a lot of noise. And it's what I said to you earlier in the week. I don't care about that stuff because I can't care about it.
3: Right? Now, if you want to tell me I- this officiating crew calls more defensive holdings than others... Okay, that's what I was gonna say. Like the that's... only thing I care about usually is the the rate, how the volume of penalties you call. Because if if you told me that the the a crew coming in Sunday calls the most penalties in the league, then I think I might think home field advantage matters even more, right? Because generally home teams don't have penalties called on them as much. Again, you're kind of guessing though. Even then, right? At, like how that works, right? The only and also Hockey Lee, like I don't know I don't see enough about him. The only guy that I'd be like really thinking about, and especially because he had a recent you know is controversial, Brad, Brad Allen. Brad Allen because Warren Sharp did like a deep dive into how truly awful he is as an official. Right, but but awful is not hates no, your right. team. No right, but you no, want right. to tell me an
2: official is wrong all the time? All right. You want to tell me that they... But,
3: but my worry would be that he that, that that guy might be so bad that at any given moment, something that is so stupid is going to go against, Which team? Go against either team. That's the thing. But, like, I just, but no one wants the game decided like that.
2: It's a coin toss. It's no different if the official is good or bad to me because... But then that becomes what the game's about, and nobody wants that. Nobody wants that, but nobody actually wants all the penalties called either. What you want is not that many penalties called. Because the implication here is that 10-plus penalties means this official's a real jerk. Did the Bills commit ten penalties? Did they commit fifteen? And he mm-hmm. only called ten. One of the points we make in this matchup is, and you make it all the time, Joe. Hold on every play. They can't call it every time. So here you've you kind of signed up for the idea of like we're going to cheat, and I'm going to count on this ref to not throw flags. Because if he throws three in a row, people are going to they're going to hit. They're going to kill him. You can't throw that many flags. Now you're being an Marv's words right, an over officious jerk. There's always this. Push and pull about what we actually want from officials. We want them to call penalties that are obvious penalties. We also want them to go away most of the time. If there are right. no flags in this game, it will be called like, well, you know, they really let him play. So
3: do, do that- we know who the uh, official was in the uh, the regular season game? I do not. Who was it? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, is that the guy I want? Because Mahomes tried to fight him. <laughs> That's right, <he> did. <laughs> At the end of the game. Carl Sheffers, it's not the same referee. I usually, I for the most part I don't really care either. I, I the only thing I ever really look at for officiating is like the volume of penalties. And for this, I I don't like I don't think this crew is like number one in the league or anything. Even if they are. Right. We're gonna want them to call false starts, aren't we? Uh, Juwan we, Taylor
2: we, aren't yes. Aren't we aren't we yes. really glad they flagged a offside on Kadarius Tony? Mm-hmm. You heard for a week from some people who thought, oh, they shouldn't have called that.
3: They should have should have you know, let it go. We, we Right. We don't want... They should have known what was about to happen 20, 10 seconds in the future right, and, and right. not thrown the flag. So for me,
2: I don't want anything to do with it. I don't care who the official is. I hope that we get a good game. I hope that there's a review and it is honored. <laughs> we
3: will have reviews yeah. in this game. CBS, It'll- so that means Gene Steratore. Not for me. I'll be at the game. That's my way to escape Gene
2: Steratore,
3: telling me what I already can see with my eyes. You just wait. The next incarnation of Gene Steratore is that the, in stadium, he's going to he's going to record explanations for reviews, and then during TV timeouts, they're going to show you Gene Steratore for uh, 45 seconds, explaining why they called that the way they did. The main thing I hate is how right you are. That's
2: totally it's going to definitely happen. definitely coming to my future, and I, yes. I'll, I'll just put on, like, earmuffs or something. Uh... Yeah, Football Friday. Thanks for the phone call. I'm not saying you have to agree with me on the officials. Just, it's so much noise and not a lot of, to me, predictable truth in there. 803 Football Friday. Present up at Topps Market. Score big savings and elevate your food game next hour. Carrington Harrison covers the Chiefs, talks Chiefs in Kansas City. He'll join us about 805. Uh, we've also got Chris Brown, Topps Tailgate Trivia, all coming up. And your phone calls on WGR.